The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. everybody welcome to retro blist pocket review this is your pocket-sized episode full of lint and maybe a nickel or a dime or something where we cover a handheld game but this is no regular pocket episode because we've started marvel month which um we've not hopped a lot so i need to do that (laughs) but we did mention it on our last episode um where we're doing marvel for the month of june just because uh, I, I kind of wanted to, because I'm getting on the Marvel train about 20 years late. Um, but that leads to some interesting choices, because I think me and Johnny both knew what games, the two games we wanted to pick for the main Retro Bliss episodes for Marvel. But I had no idea for handheld. Like, I didn't have any ideas at all. So uh, I went on the old, oh, what should we call it? The old demo machine to demo some games and um man there's some really really rough marvel games on handhelds um you know i'm just going to go through this and i hope i don't mention the one that tim picked i don't think so but i really wanted to cover an x-men game and spoiler alert we did not cover an x-men game because i thought you know i want to cover a gang gear x-men game because i knew there was one come to find out there's three uh, but I tried all three and man, they're just not, uh, there's not much there. <laughs> Maybe we'll revisit those some point. But anyways, I went through like five different games and I finally found a game that, uh, I thought maybe would be worth covering. We'll see. That's Spider-Man 2, the Sinister 6 for the Game Boy Color, 2001 Activision, Taurus Games. And I just realized I've not introduced <laughs> any of us i was literally about to say that i was like this is the longest introduction without an introduction uh, ever done in podcast history it was an introduction then i just went into the episode (laughs) (laughs) so uh hey here's johnny in the house uh yeah uh this episode of uh retroblist pocket reviews is brought to you by flunko plops uh that's uh, of course the uh the collectibles that you can get that trevor and i uh personally create ourselves and we send out uh of course um uh, they will only kind of sort of look like what we say they are uh wait till you get into our marvel or our uh, like we like to call it our barvel line uh mm-hmm. where we get you know baptin america and it almost kind of looks like him uh, mm-hmm. but we made it out of you know the stuff i found in the litter box <laughs> and there's nickel man he just looks really awesome yeah he's really um, cool yeah the guardians of the of the planet the guard the guardians Uh, of that one island yeah the guardians of a relatively small island (laughs) yeah yeah the flunko pops just very very nearly as good as the real thing very nearly almost kind of sort of if you squint uh just like i tell uh, that i've told any lady that i've been with if you just kind of squint it'll be all right (laughs) (laughs) that's that way worse yeah depending on the context that's pretty rough that sounded pretty bad uh 
sometimes when your mind's like, Hey, this will be funny. And then you say it out loud. You're like, wait a minute. That was awful. Uh, and that's, <laughs> that's comedy folks. Uh, but also Tim's here. Tim, save hey, us. guys, <laughs> save us, hey, please. I'm, <laughs> hey, I'm here and I'm ready to talk about, uh, Spider-Man two in the sinister six. Oh, we also have a, uh, spider, uh, a Spider-Man, but ours is called, uh, tarantula dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like seven arms we couldn't have, we couldn't afford to give him eight and uh he almost kind of looked sort of if you squint looks like spider-man he really looks like him if you turn off the lights and it's just completely dark and the my favorite villain in the spider the spider-man line is the the web md octopus he's almost as good as a real doctor it's a, but everything you look up is the worst thing possible it could be yeah <laughs> But yeah, so Spider-Man 2, The Sinister Six. <laughs> 2001 Game Boy Color. WebMD Octopus is the greatest. That's pretty most, good. That's the greatest Spider-Man villain in history. <laughs> I don't think we can top that. That might be the greatest. That might be like, the. I'm putting that on Trevor's personal Mount Rushmore of jokes I've heard him say. Yeah. Like either one of us will remember. Hopefully Tim remembers it. It's right I, up, I remember everything. It's right up there with all those farts we used to do in your bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> and we would just laugh and laugh. Speaking of memories, so I've admitted publicly, and of all the things I've admitted, this is, I know, the most cancel-worthy, but oh, I do God. go back and listen. Oh, I do go back and keepers. listen to our own podcast. Oh, man. Um, Tim, get ready to I know is, <laughs> I know, Well, that, that's the admission. You know, I know that's I'm going to leave. But, uh, but anyways, going back and listen to our podcast, do you know how many things we said we were going to do? We were so excited about it, and we just totally forgot. I, see, I can't remember them now, and I just heard several. There was several games like, oh, yeah, we got to cover that game. That game's next. And we just didn't do it. And I'm like, man, yeah. that was a good idea. And see, I've already forgotten again, so we can't do it still. That's Retro Blist. Yeah, that's Retro Blist. I literally said we were going to do Donkey Kong, and we're doing Marvel Month instead. Yep. Donkey Kong for the Game Boy will be uh, after Marvel Month. <laughs> Or will it with us? You don't know. Tim might remember. Oh, I, I think it'll happen. Yeah, it'll happen <laughs> right after Link to the Past for yeah. sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, when yeah. when's that happening? <laughs> oh, don't ask. Um, I, I've beaten it three more times since you promised to. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> promised to. I wouldn't be that surprised. <laughs> I know. Oh god, I haven't played it uh, ever since we said we were going to do it. So I don't even remember what I was supposed to do next. <laughs> That's yeah, that's the trick with that game. But Marvel Month, Spider-Man 2 for the Game Boy Color. I did not pick this because I have any memories of it. I picked it because I went through a list of games, and this was the first one that I didn't fall asleep immediately trying to play. So do either one of y'all already a ravishing review? (laughs) Yes. Uh there's two Spider-Man games for Game Boy Color. This is a direct sequel to Spider-Man. Makes sense, yeah. This -hmm, doesn't mm -hmm. have any relation to any console Spider-Man game. This is a standalone. Spider-Man 2, The Sinister Six. I think it's called Enter the Sinister Sticks. <laughs> Sticks. The, <laughs> the Sinister, sinister Sticks. That's, that's our Flunko Plops. <laughs> the Sinister Sticks. The Sinister Sticks, sticks that popular a, 80s band. And it's a bunch of sticks that we gave googly eyes, but we made them like look like they were upset. <laughs> oh, there, there you go. Yes, that's a good Flunko Pop line. Sinister <laughs> Sticks. Uh, they literally like the band? googly eyes. Yes. The band Sticks. Oh, yeah. we can. We, they almost look like the band sticks, but they're very upset and they're very sinister about it. They're sailing away. They are. We put them on a boat. 
<laughs> so memories um uh the, the game yeah i don't have i've never played either spider-man game for game boy color have either of y'all played them no i've sampled most all the spider-man games on various demo machines but really i have not put a lot of time into okay. them i did um on a not real the one game i do own and i can't really recommend it i believe it's l it is ljn Uh, on the nintendo there's a spider-man game called return of the sinister six yes i I have i I have that game um that game's pretty difficult if i recall an lgn game that's difficult but i'm sure it's fair right um i mean it's it the the title screen looks amazing kind of like the uh title screen of uncanny x-men yeah they can do title screens and even yeah i mean i'm serious (laughs) this title screen was bees banging as you like to say lgn we can do we can do title screens I'm so speaking speak of tall sh- screens. I'm so excited about my first Marvel pick me. for the main episode. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so a little uh, teaser. I did play the first Spider-Man, which again, this is a direct sequel to. There's a reason I picked this one to play, but I'll give my little quick thoughts on that one as well. Uh, just to compare it. But uh, Spider-Man 2, the sinister. Si- I can't say it. Sinister. sinister just say spider-man 2 for crying out loud you don't need to say the whole thing but there's so many spider-man 2 games i mean not only game boy color it's the only one on exactly. game boy color fine spider-man spider two. spider what was our spider-man spider tarantula dude Tar- tarantula two. <laughs> the sinister sticks um what did y'all think about the way it looked just uh for a game boy color game 2001 you know it's you know late game boy color but still game boy color look fine yeah <laughs> it looks fine no we are I, professional I, reviewers if there ever were any i don't think it's gonna like set the world on fire with how great it looks but it's I bright agree. it's bright it's colorful i can tell that spider-man for some reason he beats up i guess people who like to dress up in costume uh i'm not just talking like these villains i'm well, just like everyday people who work at a a, a carnival and they it's coney up, island yeah coney island yeah. Yeah, and these poor people have to dress up like a giant. Oh, what are they, rats or something? I think so. And uh, which you know, this is before they were. Uh, you know, Marvel was in the house of the mouse, so maybe this was like alluding to something here. It's a, uh-huh. little, a little, a little hint of what's to come. But uh, graphics wise, it's bright, it's colorful. Um, the levels. All right, so the levels are kind of samey, but. They're still bright themselves. They're colorful themselves, and they're giant. <laughs> yeah, they're very large. Yeah. Well, since you mentioned that, I'll mention the levels because I pulled them up here. Tim, I didn't realize that is Coney Island. It's Coney, Coney Island, Island Carnival. Yeah. I think that's a great setting for a first level. You know, with Me the too. roller coaster yeah. background and stuff. I, I love that. Uh, I was a little disappointed just that they didn't keep that. You know, because um, well, you got Coney Island Carnival, then the Coney Island Pier, which is the second level. But after that, you're kind of mostly inside after that, which was a little disappointing, but it's okay. The World Trade Center actually is level number three, just a big skyscraper. You're, you know, climbing up basically. Madison Square Garden is as far as I made it. Um, and it's, right, I'm going to ask a stupid question. Madison Square Garden, that's a theater, right? I mean, it includes a theater, right? It's, it, it's, it's a, a giant stadium yeah. where the New York Knicks play. 
but they oh. also but they also have a lot of like big concerts and stuff but it holds a lot of sporting people. events yeah, yeah it's, it's very it's sense. iconic yeah okay central park is number five so it looks like you do go back outside that's cool and then six is the empire state university lab makes sense so yeah, the, yeah you got a mix of indoor and outdoor settings uh but mm-hmm. i'll agree i think the game looks good i think spider-man looks good uh, the, but the only stand real standout in the graphics are the bad guys, like Johnny was alluding to. But they look so goofy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's just regular street dudes. Um, it, honestly, yeah, the graphics remind me of a '90s comic book. You know, like during the, yeah. especially during the decade of the '90s, um, like comics were just extra bright and extra colorful and extra yeah. stuff. So that that's just are, it, yeah. and there are a lot of cutscenes in this thing too. Yeah, yeah, which uh, aren't bad. The art are, isn't bad. Which are done for a... fairly well uh, yeah. for what the system is and what it can do graphically. Yeah, because uh, they're trying to replicate like a comic book look to them. Ooh, and yeah. they do a, a decent job. I thought. I I yeah. really like the uh, the the pow zip bang. Yeah. You know when you're yeah. when you're when you're punching people that that really gives a nice effect to the to the graphics as well. Yeah, Tim, that's a good point. Maybe I'm I might be a little too harsh on the bad guys. They are very. 90s comic book aesthetic very uh, bubsy yeah yeah with the pal on the biff yeah very bubsy definitely <laughs> very um, what could possibly go wrong <laughs> the i think well i'll go and compare so the graphics are anything to write home about but they are very colorful and there's no there's really no amb- ambiguity to it compared to the first one which this was a follow-up to just spider-man on the game boy color this one looks a lot better um there are some cool things about the original I'll mention in, in gameplay a little bit, but I think the original just doesn't have that comic book look to it. It's missing that. It looks it looks more like an NES uh, comic book game, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like some of the ones we played. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't look as colorful and, I don't know, goofy. Um, so, yeah, I like the way it looks. Um, but, Johnny, what did you say? You, you had some thoughts about the music, I know, which for you to say – anything positive about anything I have anything related to, I'll just take it really quick. <laughs> I, I want to drop something in about the, the graphics right, um, the bathrooms over there. Oh, sorry. Whoa. Um, the, uh, I, I think cause, cause I'm assuming you guys played this on a larger screen. Yes. I played mm-hmm. it on the game boy um, SP. Um, I really think, cause I've seen a comparison. It does look better on an actual game boy uh, I, think. I can see you know, that yeah you know what yeah. i mean because it's yeah. does it yeah because um I, I try all. to i try to keep that in mind with some of these games yeah. uh because when you put on a bigger screen you're obviously making these pixels larger than they were probably intended to look yeah mm, that type larger of thing. yeah yeah so. but i mean at the same point too i'm not going to take back anything i said that the graphics are very good i mean for what it is i just feel like it's definitely they're definitely designed for the original hardware so yeah uh um, well, that's all well, I was going to say this might be spoiling a little bit, but I went to one store in town and called a second store just trying to see if I could find a used copy of this game because I wanted to play it on my Game Boy, but I didn't find one. Yeah, I don't know how much this is going for on the base of E either, but uh, yeah, uh, when it comes to the music, I was pleasantly surprised uh like i let it play like i just turned it on the menu you know when you first turn it on mm-hmm. and the music starts playing at first i was like yeah and then all of a sudden it really kicks in i'm like i and i thought to myself i i think i like this 
And then I started playing it, and, and I kept thinking, man, these are some, for a Game Boy a color game, some of these levels have have a, a soundtrack to them that are really, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, thunderous and mm, yeah, uh, very, like they make you want to go beat up. Yeah, like uh, people yeah. On the street. <laughs> what's a word stronger than exciting? Like they're almost yeah. not forceful, but yeah, they got some punch behind them. Yeah, it's like yeah. uh, you know when you want to listen to music when you work out. You know, I'm assuming, uh, you yeah. know, uh, you want like more. They say, yeah, they say you want like a thunderous and more a uh, soundtrack that'll get you pumped up, uh, that'll get energetic. You to, yeah, that'll make you want to move. And I thought that's kind of what this did for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got about as far as Trevor said he got. And I never heard, and all the songs I heard, um, all of them at least had a part in their in their song in which it really hit me. And I was like, oh, wow, this part sounds really cool. And it's been a while since I could say that about any game, and I definitely was not expecting that for mm. this game at all. What about you, team? You thought you liked yeah, it? Yeah, no, I agree. The uh, The music, I, f- I feel like the music stood out the most in my experience because, Same. yeah, because it... it kind of it it shows that the the game boy color um hardware can put out some really good tunes when it's programmed right because i would say that the music in this game is some of the best it's just really good if it's it's not the it's not the um spider-man 90s animated series but it almost has that feel to it you know what i mean like just like you said high energy it's none of the tunes or any that i recognized no they all felt specific, like they were just made for this game, but mm-hmm. uh, they all definitely work. And man, I <laughs> I really like the music on this. So I, I like the music enough that I have a sound bar on my uh, demo machine and I turned the volume down on my TV and turned my little sound bar on because I wanted to hear the the thumping. Yeah, the thumpity thumps. <laughs> uh, I, I also liked it up. I looked up the composer, which took some doing, but I did find it. It's uh, Manfred Linsner, and he also did the first game. And here I'll make another comparison. And this is the only category I'm going to say this in, but I think the music might be even better in the first one. Wow, like, uh, it's really good. It it's worth playing for the music. But well, I was going to say the first game is not as good. Like this game is tighter. It's better. Yeah, it looks better, plays better, but the music might be even better in the first one. That's so, yeah, cool. But really, really good music. The the gameplay. So the first Spider Man on Game Boy Color, I, I'll go and give some props where it's due, and I didn't realize this till I was playing it. Some the first Spider Man is almost basically an open world Spider Man game on your Game Boy Color, like it's just big open areas that you can go back and forth and just kind of at your own wheel, which is super ambitious for a Game Boy Color game. But as far as I could tell, there's not much direction of where to go. And it just really, it was cool for the time, but it made it boring to me. This one, Spider-Man 2, honed it in. Um, The levels are big, they're sprawling, but you're not going to get truly lost uh, for two reasons. One, they're, they can be a little maze-like, but they're not, for the most part, really a maze. The third level, the World Trade Center, it, it approached maze-like. But yes, not, I would, I would mm-hmm. say it, I would say it's knocking on that door. <laughs> yes, it's knocking hard on the door. But even that level was saved by one fact. Right. That's the spotty sense. That's right. Your spotty mm-hmm. sense in this doesn't technically tell you about danger. It tells you which way to go. 
yep. uh, which way you need to go. Uh, you kind of sometimes you have to figure out how to get that way. Like uh, the third level is a good example of that. Uh, you can't just like when it says, hey, you need to go up. Sometimes you can't just straight go up. You got to find where you can go up at. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's a saving grace to this. It most certainly helps. And all you got to do is like just stop moving for a second and it'll be like, hey, go this way. Yep. Yep. You don't want to do anything. Uh, and the arrow is very accurate. It's, you know, whatever general direction, the way the crow flies, it'll point you in the right direction. And, um, the in the first couple levels at least basically you just keep moving right and if you think you've gone too far you stop and see if the arrow tells you to go back but each level the way it's set up six levels aunt may's been kidnapped basically doc ock wants peter parker um but peter parker's not home so they kidnap doc ock instead uh yeah, doc fight- ock kidnaps doc ock that's right Yep. Uh, wait, who is it? Is, is it Sandman it's, that actually kidnaps him? It's Sandman that kidnaps Aunt May. Aunt May, <laughs> yes. Did I say Doc Ock? You sure did. You did. Doc Ock kidnaps Doc Ock. Yeah. And Doc, Doc Ock's. Doc and MD Ock. MD Ock comes along. Web MD Octopus. Something's wrong. What was I saying? Sandman. Sam Aunt May. That's the goal. Basically, the Sinister Six. Is like uh, six of Spider-Man's big villains who kind of get together and decide to work together. Uh, Dr. Octopus is the one who's kind of leading them to do this. And uh, the Sinister Six, if you read any of the com- uh, Spider-Man comics, are a pretty big deal. Uh, yes. This is Spider-Man lore. So um, a lot of the movies have hinted toward having a Sinister Six, but they've never actually done it yet, which is really <laughs> weird to me because that... Uh, I, the, the last Spider-Man, and I'm not going to spoil anything because that movie's so good, you need to see it without if it's not been spoiled for you. Uh, but the last one probably has come the closest to that. Yeah. But it doesn't yeah. actually go there. So well, uh, Sinister Six is very, very cool. Uh, I remember, um, uh, you know, it. I just, all right, so you're a little inside baseball. When it comes to Marvel villains, Doc Ock is probably number one for me. Uh, he's definitely a top villain that I really like because um, he's a very complex character. If you read the comics and in the movies, honestly, I thought they've done a pretty good job with him in the movies. Absolutely. But he's very complex. He's not just, uh, you know, laughing maniacally, stealing, robbing a bank or something like that. There's much more Mm -hmm. to him. Mm -hmm. And so anytime he's in a video game, uh, you know, you're you're signing me up right away. But uh, yeah, so he's basically said, uh, hey, Sandman and, and Vulture and company, uh, we're going to take out Spider-Man once and for all. And to do this, they originally wanted to kidnap Peter because uh, in this timeline and a lot of the comic book timelines, uh, Peter Parker actually went to Dr. Octopus when he when they were when he was younger and Doc Ock was sort of a mentor to him. Hmm. And um, so that so he knows that Peter Parker. He knows Peter Parker, but he doesn't know he's Spider-Man in this one. And he knows that uh, Peter Parker takes pictures of said Spider-Man. So obviously they're good pals. Let's go kidnap Peter Parker. But when Sandman gets to the apartment, because they all know where Peter Parker lives, which to me is a bad thing for Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, only Aunt May's there. And poor Aunt May, as happens a lot for her, is the one who ends up getting kidnapped. Uh, so of course peter parker comes back and finds this out because you know you got to leave a note if you're going to kidnap somebody that's what sandman mm-hmm. does and so off the colony island spider-man goes that's kind of the setup to it uh it's 
they do a good job of setting it up. I thought for a Game Boy Color game, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought they did a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you don't need much motivation. Aunt May, you know who Aunt May is if you care about Spider Man at all, and she's kidnapped. I mean, that's yeah, and like you said, it makes sense. Like they're they're just wanting to get to Peter Parker, so that's how they're going to do it. And so basically, uh, the six levels. Huh, that's funny. I wonder if this would have been like five levels or seven levels if it wasn't for the Sinister Six. Because it's exactly six levels because yeah. you face one at the uh-huh. end of each. Yeah, because um, each level has one of the six as yeah. your final boss in it. Yeah. I think Sandman's no Mysterio is actually the first one. Yeah, yep. Mysterio's um, one, Sandman's Sandman. the second one, and then I did fight Vulture. the Vulture. I beat Vulture. Him. I didn't get to the fourth one, so I don't know which the, one the fourth it's one is. Scor- a Scorpion is next, and then Craven the Hunter. And then the final boss is Doc Ock. Doc Ock. Doc Ock. But the levels themselves are pretty straightforward. And I think that was such a good decision compared to the first one. It may not be as ambitious technically because it's not open world. But I think one of the big um, successes of this game is it kind of does a good job of feeling like a Spider-Man game. Like so many Spider-Man games are just straight up beat-em-ups basically. But that's not really Spider-Man's character. Um, he's Spider-Man, not Thug-Man. Uh, <laughs> but in this game, yeah, you beat up a lot of thugs. But you also can web-sling. You can web-shoot. You can stick to walls like like super stick to any surface. Um, so to do the web-shoot, which isn't even necessary at first, but it becomes vital, I would say, by level three. Um, and so some of the bosses... You press B, then A, which is kind of odd, but that's the most complex controls in the whole game is B, then A. You web shoot. It is limited, but it's pretty generous with it, and you pick up these spider tokens to refill it. Um, basically, it, it traps enemies in your web for a few seconds, so you can go beat them up. Um, and it's really useful, especially on some of the bosses. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, very, it? it's very useful. I used it quite a bit once I figured it out. Uh, the other thing I want to say is we've had a history on this a podcast of playing these games where the main character is supposed to be super strong, but they don't feel like it. They feel very weak. Yeah. I thought overall Spider-Man felt like he should have felt on this yeah. one. Cause he, you know, uh, he's supposed to be stronger. That's, that's part of his character. When he gets bitten by that spider, he gets uh, the superhuman strength. And I never once felt like the, the low level thug, unless they had a gun and I didn't shoot him in time was really trying to overpower me. Yeah. So I think they did a really good job there. I didn't feel like this was like, uh, you know, Arnold in Terminator 2 for the NES. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you definitely feel like you're more powerful than anybody else on the street. Um, and the fact that you can cover huge distances so quick because, I'll be honest, I don't know why, but I didn't expect the web, the, the web sling, not web slinging, the web swinging. I didn't expect the web swinging to be so cool and like such a big part of the game. But Yeah, web swinging. You jump and then you swing. press jump again and hold it, and you can swing as long as you want to, really. I mean, Forever. Yeah. at least until you get to something tall you cling on to. Right. Um, you can just keep going and you can you can definitely zip through parts of the levels a lot quicker. And there's no real reason not to if you want to, because you're not rewarded for beating up all the thugs. But that's I, half the I fun. Think, <laughs> yeah. I do think maybe I would have been frustrated if I tried playing this like a straight beat 'em up type game and hunting down every thug. Because you really don't need to beat up every thug. Um, so it's cool. Like, you can stop. You'll have to stop and take out some enemies for sure. But also, you can swing around like Spider-Man and crawl around with your sticky web feet. Um, sometimes you do got to find a certain 
a bad guy because they may have a key or something and you'll need that key. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. overall, you can just kind of really go on a level where you want to go to get to the end. I mean, you just got to follow the direction your spider sense is taking you and you can kind of get there however you want, really. Uh, but the half the fun is beating up the bad guys, I feel. So I, most yeah. of the time I didn't skip them. I went down and wanted to beat them up. <laughs> well, plus there's basically three, essentially there's three outdoor levels and three indoor levels. The indoor levels, you're pretty much going to have to to beat up pretty much everybody you come across. So. Yeah, it's a lot tougher to go around them. Uh, Tim, how'd you feel about the spider? Like the the big three to me is the web shooting, the web slinging, and then the sticking to walls. Like those three things, do you think they pulled it off or... Yeah, honestly, I feel the game uh, the game played pretty smoothly. Um, the the web swinging was really cool. Like when you're because uh, you're able to, like, to change direction really quick and stuff. It was actually just kind of a fun thing. The the sticking to walls worked fine. It allows you to get into like little places to find because there's um there'd be like extra lives and power ups hidden. So so um but yeah so the levels are like they said are big. And um, you use the spider sense, but it also it they almost encourage um, exploration as well, which is cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Using the using the abilities, which I think it complements the game very well. The yeah. uh, using the abilities able to when they design the levels, they design them to use your abilities, and I feel like it worked pretty yeah. well. I agree. Yeah, I definitely agree there. Uh, what did you guys think about? I played this on normal on the normal difficulty setting. What did mm-hmm. you guys think about? the difficulty of the game i thought it, i felt it to me it felt fair yeah yeah i think i think it ramps up pretty good like i was a little surprised by how hard the second boss was same man yeah but every boss has a trick like with Sandman, you've got to trap him with the web sling yeah um yeah every boss has a trick like uh the third one i was like man this guy's impossible vulture he's throwing bombs on you but you've just got to jump at the right time to basically get ahead of the bombs before they can hit you and then get a few punches in. Yeah, so. I found a trick. You kind of run toward the direction he's coming from, uh, and, and then he won't hit you. Yeah. And uh, you just kind of keep doing that because he goes from left to right, then right to left, left to right, and you kind of do the same thing. And that, that's basically what I did. I jumped to where he was going to be or, yeah, yeah, what you're saying. But, yeah, same difference. And I think you kind of have to figure out those tricks to beat the bosses, but I think it's very doable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, I made it to the fourth level of six, and it definitely level three was twice as hard as level two, but still not yeah. insurmountable. So I think it's if it doesn't get way way harder, I think it's fair but challenging. Yeah, agreed. I liked the uh, the bosses felt like just classic video game bosses where you yeah. learn the pattern and stuff. So that felt it. You know, I mean, it is. I mean, it came out what two thousand one, but it, it feels like like a game that we grew up with you know what i mean it feels like so i really liked that Uh, that's a good way to put that yeah that's how the boss battles felt to me too Uh, like it's a like it was from a game for the nes or super nintendo or Mm -hmm. genesis like from that era just the way the bosses felt they're very pattern heavy yeah yeah which i appreciate and and the combat i mean the game boy color only has two buttons the combat is just pressing the b button over and over which I thought was really a little monotonous in the first two levels. But then in the third level, it started to get, it's enough. Because if you just go up and start punching every enemy, like Johnny said, they get guns, you're going to lose some health pretty quick. So you have to be a little more sneaky. Maybe crouch, uh, shoot your web towards them, then run over and beat them up before they get out of it. Yeah, use the walls you know, and stuff. Yeah. 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 
Speaking of that, control-wise, that was my only frustration, really. Um, I did finally figure out, by the way, you just tap the A button to switch. Like, if you're on the upper wall and you'll be on the lower wall, you just tap the A button and he flips back and forth. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But where I struggled was getting off the wall to, like, go beat up a thug. Like, I think you kind of got to press away from it and jump. But I ended up getting hurt a lot doing that. I did, too, especially at the beginning when I'm trying to learn when I was learning the game. Yeah. But yeah, like learning is a good word though. Like I didn't expect it's a real simple game, but you do get a little better at his little tricks the more you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything about the gameplay y'all found super frustrating or just that didn't work for you? Um, I mean, some of the enemies were kind of crazy. Just kind of some of the enemies, like the ones that would pop out of the windows with the swords oh, and stuff. Yeah. They, they were kind of, but I mean, but that's just that's a staple in in the games we grew up with. Some of the bosses, I mean, some of the the enemies are. I'm not going to say they're cheap because it's not necessarily cheap. It's not like knockback deaths, like in like a Castlevania yeah. or something. But once you it, you know, once you play the game and you learn how to do things and where things are. But yeah, I mean, I guess that would be a complaint but it's not really i don't really don't have many complaints about this game uh, and i will say compared to the first one uh it's got your traditional like nes enemies like birds that are super annoying right. this one pretty much sticks yeah. to thugs which is way better yes <laughs> i agree i kept thinking i kept waiting on a flying enemy it is <laughs> the worst to really ruin my experience but that didn't really happen in, in the levels i played they may show up later for all i know but i didn't see them in the three to four levels I played. I think if I had any complaints, it would be some of the levels do kind of feel maze-like, but also at the same time, they do encourage exploring them. So I'm really torn on that. (laughs) Part of me, part of me likes it. And part of me is like, well, this is uh, getting monotonous. So it's kind of both. Uh, And there are better Spider-Man games than this one that I feel like this one could have took some cues from uh, that probably came out before this one. They're, honestly, even though they're way harder than they need to be, those LJN Spider-Man games are a lot of fun. And mm. uh, I definitely sent some DNA of those here. Uh, but, you know, uh, I, I, I did overall like it but um man it's just i'm trying to think how to word this because it's not a it's not like a big complaint it's just that spider-man's one of my favorite uh heroes in marvel i really love spider-man and i think overall i did kind of feel like spider-man here as much as you can on a game boy color and um it's but at the same time i just felt like it was kind of just missing like this one thing to really set it up over the edge and I don't know. And if you ask me what that thing is, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I just felt like it was just sort of missing just one element to it that would have really set this game off to be like an ultimate classic for me. But it just doesn't quite reach there. It gets so close to that for me. And this is getting into final score territory. But that's my one little complaint is I feel like it's just missing like that one thing. And I can't really place my finger on what it is. Maybe if I if the levels were designed a little differently or if you got, or there were more a variety to the levels, I don't know, but uh, that was kind of my one little complaint there. But uh, overall, I, man, I really don't have a lot of negative things to say about this game. I really don't. So I was, (laughs) 
I don't know if I mentioned at the start when I got thrown off because I did such a bad job with opening, but Activision published it. But Taurus Games, T-O-R-U-S, was a developer. And I was thinking, I don't know if I recognize that name. So they're pretty interesting. Uh, They are not all, good Lord, I can't speak. Australian video game developer founded in 1994 by Bill McIntosh. So they're from Australia, 94. That sounds like, that sounds like a RetroBliss version of Macintosh. Like yeah, it does, Macintosh. This, this episode of RetroBliss is brought to you by Macintosh. But guys, I've, they're pretty much like a better LJN. It's like the alternate timeline version of LJN because they're still making games today. Uh, there's As recently as PlayStation 4, they have games. That's I'm awesome. Dozens and dozens of games. But here's the thing. And I don't know if any of these are good because I don't think I played any of them because they're all licensed games, like on kids' movies and shows. Hotel Transylvania 3, Paw Patrol, Ben 10, uh, Cartoon Network Battle Crashers, um, Monster High, uh, Barbie and Sisters Puppy Race. You've not played those? (laughs) It's kind of a shame. Like This is all they've done is these kinds of games. Scooby-Doo and the Spooky Swamp. Um, Monster Jam for the Wii. Like these are like um, not not quite like bargain basement games. It's sort of like the next step from that, and some of them might be good, but it's kind of a shame because this is uh, getting in reviews here pretty much. This is a a pretty high quality Game Boy Color game, and I'm kind of disappointed that they kind of only did like not just licensed games, but like the kind of games that usually don't associate with quality, like kids movies, licensed games. <laughs> huh? Yeah, that's basically all they've done since. Just real quick, some of the games they've done on Game Boy Color besides Spider-Man 2, uh, Planet of the Apes, Lion King, Simba's Mighty Adventure, NBA Hoops, Max Steel, NBA Showtime, Carmageddon, Star Wars Yoda Stories. Have y'all played that for Game Boy Color? Yes. Uh, is it bad, good, decent? It's it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that's a Tim way of, for Game Boy that's, Color. That's well, a, Tim's the nicest guy, though. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, this is probably pretty rough. I'll be honest. I don't have much hope in any of these games being any good. Except but I want for, to play them, yeah. Yeah, except for Spider-Man. Wow, that's weird. They're also not listed as the Spider-Man developer. Well, if you huh. think about it, it's kind of how LJN was, right? Most of their games, you're like, yeah. oh, this is not good. But then they'll have a Spider-Man Maximum Carnage or something, you know? <sighs> so, yeah. Maybe they are the Australian and LJN, except you for they're still what? around. <laughs> yeah. What seems like happened is... um. They maybe were given a little more time with this game and made a good game, but normally I think it's kind of like the kind of games that need to be made quick for a movie coming out, you know? Huh. Anyways, so that's kind of disappointing. I don't think we'll be able to pick any other gems out from them, but who knows, maybe. Uh, So, yeah, let's just do some reviews. Um, uh, Tim, why don't you give us your thoughts first? All right. Um, I guess, like, um, I cut... I don't really have anything negative to say about the game. Um, I want to say it's, I, I don't know, because I, I know you guys too. There is a lot of superhero based games, Marvel, DC alike. And I mean, realistically, there are some really, really excellent ones, but there's also a lot of them that are either terrible or in that middle area that's Mm -hmm. kind of like mediocre, like, you know, like we said before, it's like, it's worse being mediocre 
than being bad or good. And to be yeah. honest, when you see something, because I don't, I mean, I don't know the exact number, but Spider-Man has been in a ton of games. So going into it, uh, you know, I always like giving them a chance. And this game was a very, it was a very pleasant surprise. The thing that jumped out to me first was the music. I feel the music is absolutely outstanding. I, I almost want to say the music's the best part of the game, but I don't want to take away because this is a solid game. The level designs are good. I mean, they're well done to the fact that you can tell that the game was designed well to the point where it encourages you to explore with your abilities. I do think that the spider sense is essential, though. If you didn't have that, yeah, oh, yeah, um, you know, I'd have to rate it a little lower. Um, Graphic-wise, like I said, it feels like you're. It feels like a Spider-Man comic. It does what it has to do. The sprites, the sprites are all pretty good. Um, I like the. I like I said before. I like the little comic type effects when you're punching and stuff. Um, I'm going to give this a solid seven. And I recommend this is a game I recommend that anybody that likes Spider-Man or likes these classic games give this one a try. Yeah, so pretty much everything Tim said, I would echo. And I already kind of really gave a review earlier when I was trying to think of something negative to say about it, which tells you all you need to know about how surprisingly good this game is. This is one of those uh, hidden gems, right? where I went into it not expecting a lot. I mean, Spider-Man has had some good, fun games, but I certainly wasn't expecting that on the Game Boy Color, if I'm being fair and honest. But that's what we got here. It's a good, fun game. And I'm going to give this a sinister seven and a half. Really enjoyed it. Really liked it. And I would definitely play this again. Yeah, everything y'all said. Uh, biggest pro tip I can give is, Sit still for a second. Let the little spotty sense tell you which direction to go, because we've all said it. But without that, I honestly don't think I would even care for this game. But that just it, you never really get lost, which is awesome. And um, that's a, and that's a good point. I'm I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that's a really good point. The uh, other games could take a hit from this. Sometimes mm-hmm. just one little decision you make on your game can make or break it. And yep. adding that to this game just really changes everything for it, for the better. And I appreciate so much all those little decisions that were made here because clearly this is a company from the Grand Australia who nobody expected a great game from them. They could have turned out another licensed game like you expect. They would have got paid the same, I'm sure. But they made one smart decision after another. It's not perfect. Um, And I would say the worst thing I can say about it is it's not always super exciting. Like it's got moments are kind of exciting, but it's kind of like, I would say once you played all the way through the first level, you pretty much know what the rest of the game is. It's one of those kind of games. Um, but you still got the boss fights to look forward to, which are a little, change things up a little bit. Um, yeah, music's great. I was trying to decide between a seven and seven and a half. And I'll be honest, this is how shallow I am. If Johnny went seven, I might have gone seven just to have a triple seven, like a, because it's a lucky <laughs> game. I was going to make some comment like that. But no, I feel good about seven and a half. I think I'm going to go with that. Um, I think it's a, a hidden gem. That's a good word for it. It's not quite a diamond. I don't think we're ever going to find a diamond status game. We said that would be all nines or above. Uh, but it's definitely a hidden gem. And uh, it goes for about 20 to 25 bucks loose cart. And honestly, if 
like I said, I went looking out for it. I would have paid 20 bucks for it. Um, it's, you know, whether it's worth 20 bucks or not, you know who you are. Um, for me, <laughs> I, I would have paid 20 bucks for it, but it's not, there's not a lot to it. It is what it is, but yeah, I think, I, I uh, think if you're a Spider-Man yeah. fan, you should give this a chance. Yeah. And that being said, uh, I don't really know if there's any other way to play it except for demo mode or get the Game Boy Killer cart. Probably not. I mean, it's a licensed game. That's usually how those go. So, yeah, that's the Sinister Six, or as we like to say, the Salamander Sticks. <laughs> and, um, Tim, I think you have the next Marvel game or the next pocket Marvel game. Yeah, what is it? Say. I'm very curious. I do. And first of all, I, I did a quick eBay check too. Did you, but before I say my pick, did you see the quote unquote sealed new copy of Spider-Man no, 2? Yeah, for $2,500. No, you can Lord, get a no. sealed copy. <laughs> of, me up. Uh, <laughs> all right. People are great. So, all right. Um, now this is funny. So I, I kind of in, you know, I, they, we like to say inside baseball. I, I found out a few hours ago. Um, that it was my pick because for some reason I was convinced <laughs> it was Johnny's. So I picked a game and then I played said game. And because by title, I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. And I got to the point where it was so bad. I didn't want to play it anymore. And it kind of made me sad. So I did not pick that. What was it? Marvel Ultimate Alliance on the Game Boy Advance. Oh, okay. yeah. It, I haven't, I haven't it's tried that terrible. One. That's what I was Bro. looking at. I didn't play it. But just on the name, because I love the console versions. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was like, well, no, maybe it, I would have picked this, but maybe it's a good it, thing I didn't. <laughs> it's not good. All right. So, and then, um, yeah, so then I had, uh, so we're going to stick on the Spider-Man train here. Oh. Because uh, there's so many Spider-Man games. I'm almost like, I don't want to pick another Spider-Man game because we picked one, but there's so many. This one is on the Game Boy Advance. It's called Spider-Man Mysterio's Menace. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, um, it actually is the third. Wow, okay. Well, this is apparently the third in the series. There's two other Spider-Man games on the Game Boy Advance, one called Spider-Man, one called Spider-Man 2, Enter Electro, and then this one. And apparently, they all two of them came out the same year. But this is the third one in the series. But it's the one I picked. So I didn't realize it was part of a trilogy. It'll be cool to compare it to this one. Like, uh, yeah, see if the extra bits help. Yeah, because this one, because that game came out in 2001 also, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we, you're right. Yeah. yeah so this well, is. I, right. I'm excited, actually. Yeah. So this one, uh, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. This one came out in 2001 and it was published by Activision. So we'll see how it goes. Vicarious right. Visions. I believe they do uh, some good stuff. So Yeah, so we'll see. So yeah. stay, stay tuned for that. Uh, so remember, all this month, uh, we're doing Mar- uh, we are covering a Marvel game for every episode of Retro Bliss and of Pocket Reviews. Uh, so if you're into superheroes, this is the month for you. And I didn't do this. You would think this would have been a Johnny idea, but no, this was a Trevor idea. So uh, that made my nerdy little heart quite happy when Trevor was like let's do marvel month uh yes yes let's do it uh, uh true believers totally into that uh, but for tim for trevor i'm johnny stay tuned uh for marvel month uh until next time uh i already said a true believer that would have been a great line to leave it on and i ruined it oh. i ruined it i pulled a, a me 